Hey, it's Beth here, episode 403. I have the spa music cranked up a little higher today because we have cedar fever in Austin and it is so stupid. It's this ugly weed tree that, oh my God, it sends up these this pollen. It, it looks like a fire and we're getting a lot of wind. So anyway, why I'm telling you that is uh, yesterday, I thought the paper was great. The New York Times was great. The Wall Street Journal, everything was great. And so um, I was wondering if it was because I took NyQuil, I mean, Mucinex PM instead of um, regular. So I waited till today, but it was a great day for blue hairs in the paper. First one caught my eye in the style section. A woman is getting married, this gorgeous woman, to the sky and she thanks her mom. She's a doctor. She's a member of like the uh, Black Caucus Doctor Society. She's the president. That's, that's important. I think their picture should be sent around every junior high in the country. He's fantastic, she's fantastic, and they would have not met if it weren't for her mother. And she says, I don't have a r normal relationship with my mother, I love her. And we're not best friends, but she is my cheerleader. It's the perfect relationship. She fell in love with this guy, and she was right. And this woman says it in front of everyone and thanks her mother at the wedding. I couldn't believe it. The next one is, if you're losing your love, you might be a lousy texter. What are we doing to people? A text is two sentences. How can you lose somebody over a text? But you can. Relationship coaches and there are texting coaches that are making good money teaching you how to write two sentences, okay? So they say the course then teaches participants how to, to, how to prevent a downward spiral when someone sends a one-word response or doesn't respond right away. Doesn't respond right away? Get out of here. Give people a little chance a little time to catch up with you and all your dreams. My God. Okay, so then, since since taking the course, this man says, I text now with purpose and intention. I ask questions to get to know the person I want to date and so they can get to know me. Then I make a clear plan to set a date for an appropriate time. I no longer feel the need to keep the conversation going with small talk. What are you going to do on this date? Read her the Constitution. What are you going to do? A small talk is everything. I'm telling you, people are just trying to make money anywhere they can. So yeah, here's the headline. Her mother's intuition proved right. I think I'm going to frame it. Oh, these people are so cute. Janae Powell and Mark A. Macon. Oh my God. And the smile on his face. Is he's a keeper. He's madly in love with her. Her mother was totally right. Okay, that was great. Okay, now this one, this one, I thought they were making fun of us because the title is, They're Not Too Old to Boogie. But they're really not making fun of us. There is this place near in Ann Arbor, near the university, where these students have stayed since the late 60s. And they still love music and they still love to party. Um, a man did something amazing with his club. He calls it the Silver Tsunami. 
and um, everybody who comes to the show is over 50. The turnout on nights is amazing. It's always it's always crowded, and so this is this is a winner. The guy goes. The party starts at. Hmm, I can't believe this. The party starts at seven, and it and it ends at ten. So we can book a later club for young people. Okay. People were were really offended to see all these blue hairs coming in, but they are wonderful. He said the younger people don't have half as much fun as they have. That's what the bartender says, and he would know. And he's been working this happy hour, blue hair happy hour, for six years. He says it's a stark difference from the lake crowd, where everyone is upset and barfing. <laughs> These the young people are upset and barfing, and the older people are having the time of their lives. Okay, he said the regulars are creatures of habit, and they always order the same drinks, which makes it very easy for him. And they are very big tippers. So that's great. They call it, some people call it the Church of Dance, and um, they sometimes distribute glow sticks to them just because they go crazy when they get them. And I could see that happening. This just sounds like the nicest place. Oh my God! I really wish I lived nearby. I would definitely try this out. So they also okay. So then the crowd is jubilant every single week. People come week after week. And they thank him every time it's over. They clean up after themselves. The owners just can't believe it. So that, that is a winner. And I wish every town would give us a chance to do that. I've got a little club I might send this article to. Oh, this is funny. So um, the cleanup crew said they do pick up after themselves and there's never any um, bar for anything around, but they really do find earplugs and um, sometimes people have lost a walker or two. Now I think losing your walker just shows that you had a great time because you walked home. You got to your car without your walker and you forgot about your walker? This place should be in every single town. Sun City should do this. If you can be so happy you forget your walker, that's that's just making your heart feel young. So I love that one. Okay, so then there's this other couple, this gay couple. They got married, Parker and William. The reason I picked them is because this guy, Parker, tells the truth. And he says that when they broke up, um, it was awful. And then the, man, the boyfriend comes back and his feelings for him were 10% hope and 90% hatred. Now, anybody who can be honest like that you should really give a chance to. One of the one of the guy's mothers didn't know anything about him being gay, so they they had to. It was a little bit of a touchy subject, but Parker wore them down because he's so fun, and the guy's mother really just wanted him to be happy. And then the mother was a big part of the wedding because she changed completely and loved both of them so much. And at the wedding, they had a special little seat saved for the father who had died. So that was Parker's idea because Parker is like the mom's new best friend, which happens sometimes and it's wonderful. And they had this wedding in France, which always uh, frightens me. I don't know how people ever feel that they can, they can do this, but they did. And it's in Solange, France, which is beautiful. 
and it rained and poured almost all of the week that they were in Solange. But the day of the wedding, it was sunny and peaceful and 10 degrees warmer. If that's not a symbol for what we can conquer as a couple, I don't know what is. That's really cute. Okay, so Avatar, they were talking about this. <clears throat> I hadn't thought about this when I did the review, but for a lot of people, the three over three hour duration of the film and the fact that it's mostly in water made people go to the bathroom two and three times. I thought they were bored. So I I have to I have to reel that back. I was wrong. Reel that back, get it. Okay. I have to take that one back. Um, they see my bladder only works the night shift, so I don't know about this sort of a thing. But maybe they weren't go going to the bathroom because they were bored. Maybe they were going to the bathroom because all of that water was just making it impossible to stay in their seat. See? I learned something new every day. Something else I did wrong. Okay, so then there's this one about this grandmother, the lone walker. Okay, after school, my granddaughter walks a quarter of a mile, mile by herself from the bus stop to the house while her father works from home. She texts him when she gets on the school bus. And most days, she's the only child walking the direction of her house. I'm sure the grandmother is looking behind bushes with binoculars every day to make sure this kid gets home safely. But the father and all of the child counselors, psychologists, everybody says, and the father believes this, and it's her son-in-law, that it boosts the child's confidence. So sometimes, Grandma, all I can tell you is, if you don't want to cause World War III, just stay in the bushes and look at her through binoculars. She doesn't have to know you're there. If you don't feel good about it, then do that. But if it makes this kid have some confidence to walk a quarter of a mile by herself and she's nine, then keep your fears. They're, they're realistic. They're, they're good. Just, just do it the old fashioned way. Sneak around. Okay. That's my advice to you. It was not in the column. I'm surprised they didn't think of that. Okay. So here's one for us. And I kind of knew this, but I kind of didn't know this that for a longer, happier life, invest in your very, very serious relationships. Your very, very best friends. Not, and your very wonderful spouse. Because the effects of loneliness are awful. Loneliness actually, okay, so this is why it affects the body. It's because we are creatures, social creatures. And the reason we liked our cave to be by other people's caves is in case um, marauders came or a wild animal. So in the mind of an older, and being older causes stress anyway, deep down in that little tiny, you know, super, super, super undeveloped part of your brain, being alone and old is stressful enough. But living alone every single day causes a stress for your body because there's no one to protect you. And that stress absolutely has an effect on your body. The other thing is that to have people that you can talk to and that you, pe older people need the brain function of a strong conversation. They don't need the brain function of playing Scrabble and watching television and doing crossword puzzles. That is good for your brain and it's not good for your heart. So, 
they, this study was done at Harvard and they studied people for 65 years and the older people, they could tell, the people that had good marriages were going to fare better than the people who didn't and they were just talking about marriages. The people, the couples, the married couples who are the happiest actually set time apart every day to talk and they go on dates and those are the, you, you still have to work on it even if you've been married for 55 years because every day is a new day. Sorry guys, but that's what she says. So the thing is, oh my God, the worst thing is loneliness is associated with more sensitivity, greater sensitivity to pain. That is so sad. And it affects your sleep, it affects everything. So you can't be lonely and you can make new friends. I mean, you can do whatever you want, but you have to find somebody you can actually converse with. And the good thing about older people, and that's from that dance thing I just talked about, they're never on their cell phones. They're never taking pictures of themselves dancing. Just find somebody in our age group and somebody that actually can, a conversation means somebody asks you how you're doing and they wait for you to respond. And then you ask them how they're doing and they tell you. And then you have a moment in the conversation where you ask about, well, what plays did you see? And then they tell you the plays they saw you can. And the more lonely you get, the harder it is to have a conversation. Get a dog. Dogs are great. So that's the thing. And now I know when Kit comes in the room and he's got that earbud thing, thing in his ear, ear pod, and I, he's listening to a podcast, I'm still going to interrupt him. I always do anyway, but I never felt good about it. But now I will because, I mean, maybe I'm causing a pain in his neck, but that's not really there. I'm keeping him from having sensitivity to pain. It's just emotional pain I'm giving him, not physical pain, which I feel good about. I interrupt him all the time. Now it's never going to end. Now here's the greatest article of all. Bill Nighy, who all of us love, because he makes older people look so cool. Okay, so he's in a new movie called Living, and it's based on a Japanese play. And it's about this very strict guy, very pent-up guy, who is from the 1950s in London. How much more pent-up, is that a good word? How much more restrictive, how much more closed could a person be than a big businessman in his 50s in London? No, no one is. 80s in the 50s okay so what happens is he finds out that he's dying and he changes his whole life around which I am so looking forward to this movie I know it's not gonna be popular with the young people but what a great story I mean it's gonna I'm just gonna cry because I always cry every time he comes on the screen I just love him he's so nice so he didn't even set out to be an actor his father was poor and had a gas station and he thought he'd be a journalist and that didn't work out so he just took a he just took one class and he then then they said here you can have you can go to school he's like okay goes to school he never stops working he's he's just in he just is a natural and so he really didn't ever become a great um, actor in fact he hates Shakespeare he hates him I mean he says he's for other people he says, I'm aware that he's a great poet, the best one that ever lived, but the performing of it, 
I leave it to other people. I don't have any interest in the challenges of the iambic pentameter. Once he said he played Edgar in a production of King Lear with Anthony Hopkins. Of course, Anthony was probably King Lear, but we don't, won't get into that. This guy's career didn't start until he was much older. But that's not the point. The point is, he used to leap out of a hovel semi-naked every evening and shout impenetrable Shakespeare mad talk. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's hilarious. Okay, so so that's who he is. And oh, he oh, this is the best. So he um, he never w watches any of his movies because it would just make him sick. And I think that is so so perfect. He said at first he made so little money that he didn't even um, pay income tax. And he had other jobs, very free about it. Mini cab, pumped gas, of course, from his dad. He learned how to do that. And he was a dustman, a refuse collector. Such a pretty way to say garbage. And he worked at a plastics factory. He also sold, this is what I think is amazing. He also sold full-length, wraparound, cheesecloth cheese skirts at the Surrey Street Market in Crowden. How could he sell full-length wraparound cheesecloth skirts to anyone? What ever? I mean, Giselle Bündchen can't look at Goodna. What is it? He can't. She can't. She can't look at Goodna cheesecloth wraparound skirt. That's. I, I don't even think I could give them away. What a fantastic actor! He probably just looked at them and just went, "Oh," and they bought it. That's an, a great, great actor. Okay, so then this person says, okay, so he, this person says to him, uh, I know you you broke up with your girlfriend your, for so many, so many, so many years. Could you tell us something about your love life? And he has the coolest answer of anyone I have ever, ever heard. Okay, so this is what he says to that person. I'd love to answer that. But if I did, I'd be involving the readers in something very close to gossip. And I know they'd never forgive me for that. What a beautiful response. He's actually saying to people, you're better than that. I love it. I, he has such a, he's such a lovely way of never making you feel bad. I bet he's just, so what he does is he spends all of his time in London just going to little cafes and sitting with a book. And when everybody, anybody comes up to him, he's as sweet as he can be. But they usually let him read his book because he's reading. And he's serious. He's a great reader. But how anybody could come up with that line? I'd love to answer that. But if I did, I'd be involving the readers in something very close to gossip. And I know they'd never forgive me for that. Wow. So anyway, there's Bill Nighy still in his late 70s being an amazing man, able to speak to anybody, any age. Oh my God, we need more heroes like that in our corner. He's the blue air wonder. So that's what I had today. And Bill Nighy has me in a great mood. I mean, he's helping me cope with, I'm gonna sneeze, cedar fever. Can't even say it without sneezing. So I'm gonna stay sane because the world's actually a pretty interesting place. 
and I'll be back. Thanks. <laughs>